Hey friends, welcome to the Drivecast, a daily podcast walking through the Bible to help us read it in, pray it up, and live it out. My name is Dan, and I serve as the teaching pastor for our Worthington campus. Today we're looking at Revelation 19, 1 through 5. So I'll read the passage and we'll get started. Revelation starting in verse 1. After this, I heard what seemed to be the loud voice of a great multitude in heaven crying out, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God, for his judgments are just and true. For he has judged the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her immorality and has avenged on her the blood of his servants. Once more they cried out, Hallelujah! The smoke from her goes up forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God who was seated on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah. And from the throne came a voice saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, small and great. In Revelation 19, we're finally turning a corner in the book. As we've been studying it for the past many weeks, you've listened to it on the Drivecast. You've heard it in our sermons. We've been walking through a sequence of judgments that John describes, starting back in chapters 6 and 7, continuing all the way through chapter 18. We saw the judgments of the seals being broken and angels unleashing judgment on the earth. We saw uh, the judgments from the seven trumpets that were played. We saw the judgments from the seven bowls being poured out. Finally, this culminated last week in chapter 17 and 18 as we saw uh, Babylon the Great in all of what Babylon represents being destroyed and put to an end. And when we get to chapter 19, we are confronted with the stunning reality that God invites us to rejoice with him over the eradication of evil in the world around us. That we long for the day when he will make all things new and all things right. Well, he will right every wrong that we have experienced and encountered in this life and put the world right again. We look forward to that day as followers of Jesus. And what we see in Revelation 19 is that this is an invitation to look to our God who is just in all of his judgment, perfectly just in all of his judgment. And we see him and say, glory and power belong to you. And at the end of this passage, I don't know if you caught it, but there is this interesting phrase that invites us to reflect. This is right at the end of verse 5, where John hears another voice from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you his servants. You who fear him, small and great. I think there's something really interesting about the idea of the fear of God. And in so many ways, we tie this word fear to what we often mean uh, when we use the word afraid or scared of. And there's been a lot of things in the book of Revelation we've talked about that you might initially start to think of as uh, scary. That we may not want to put God in this box where we are afraid of him or scared of him. And yet here is this little word at the end of verse 5 
uh, calling those of us who fear him to praise him. In the original language, this word fear has something so much more to do with awe and reverence that we have for God. Not that we coil away from him, afraid of who he is and what he is like, but we recognize that in his absolute majesty, we are infinitely smaller compared to him. And so we hold him and behold him with great reverence and honor. And when we see God that way as worthy of our honor, worthy of our affections and adorations, I think this produces the same response that John hears from these witnesses of salvation and glory and power belong to our God. We fall on our face before a loving, all-powerful, almighty, majestic creator and redeemer. And we say, God, all of our adoration belongs to you. You see, Revelation 19, verse 1 through 5, is an invitation to adore the risen and reigning Christ. To find our deepest source of satisfaction and joy in him. Not to turn away in, uh, in being scared of him. But to embrace the fullness of and majesty of who he is. We also want to take a moment not just to read the text and talk about the text. We want to pray it up. We want to pray these things back to him. So I invite you in this next couple moments to allow me to guide you through some reflective prayer. Father, we thank you that you have invited us into this moment, into this space, wherever where we may be right now. You've invited us to come before you and bring any troubling thing we've got going on in our lives and lay them down at your feet. You are the one who is worthy of all of our affection and adoration and praise and there is a reverence that we need cultivated in our own hearts and minds before you god we pray that you would teach us today what it means to honor you lord i pray today that you would capture our imaginations Consume us with your reality and what you are doing, even now, to begin to set the world right again. Allow us to see you as perfectly just, even in judgment, especially in judgment. Help us to look to you and find our deepest wells and source of joy and satisfaction and comfort in Jesus today. Would we be like the ones who serve you and who fear you in the best sense of the word as we honor you? And finally, friends, 
We don't want to be hearers of the word only. We want to be doers of the word. Today is a day for praise. Yes, we still live before the final destruction of Babylon and all of what Babylon represents, but we long for the day and praise God for the day that he has already set when evil will be no more. Which means no matter what situation we find ourselves in right now, no matter what anxious thought can uh captivate our hearts and minds, we can look to the God who will one day right that wrong and find great hope even while we wait. And so friends, today, as you live this passage out, I invite you to praise God, to find great joy. I love how the Gospels introduce the message about Jesus Uh, When the angels speak to the shepherds, they say that they have good news of great joy for all people. Would today, would the gospel be good news of great joy that brings about great joy in your heart today? Thanks for tuning into the Drivecast, and we'll see you back next week.